the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome, welcome, welcome to Millburgers Gardening. Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867. And it's busy today here at Millburgers, but come on by anyway. It's not that busy. There's lots of great uh, items that we'll talk about that we have for sale here at the uh, nursery. So come on by and visit with us. Ask your gardening question in person. You, yeah. don't, you don't even have to come on the air. If you don't want to come on the air, oh, you don't have to. No, they're coming on the air. No, no, it's okay. They'll be coming up here and not want to come on it's the air. It's okay. You had a question. Calvin had a question. <laughs> Trace had a question. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we'll let you off the hook. All right. <laughs> Especially if you look like you would be fun to make fun. Uh, oh, fun. No one's going to come Fool. up there now. Yeah, that one guy. <laughs> he should not have opened up with this question with, now I know you're going to call me a fool. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so I did. Heck yeah, I am. <laughs> Don't even care what the question is. All right. It feels nice here. It's a, You say we got a cold front? It's 88 degrees. Uh-oh. Are you all? Yes, it's a cold front. It feels that way. A cool, it, it, a cool front. It yeah, it feels cooler yeah. than it did a yesterday. A pleasant front. There you go. Oh, well, so how much rain did we have? Two, three inches last night? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Not very much. It felt like it was going to rain. And it got windy about 10 o'clock. Oh, did it? Yes, it did. Uh, and I could hear thunder. Oh, I, I got some rain. Now, my wife said it was fireworks. Oh. Uh, but did did I, you get I, rain, rain at your house? Just yeah, a little drizzle. bit. Yeah, Trace, yeah. Yeah, Trace. Trace was at your house? I was, was going to say, what? I don't know. I was know. at home. <laughs> <laughs> I got, yeah, I got some. Uh, of course, I had to kind of look. Under, <laughs> I couldn't quite tell if it was where I had just watered or if I was... <laughs> Yeah, when the rain like when I went outside this morning, it felt like it had rained. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it was like, but it didn't look like it had rained. <laughs> and then I saw some of the little things in the yard, and they Puddles, had water in them. Little uh, indentations. No, 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 just like little, droplets. There's like a there's a rumor thing. it might rain again on Thursday. What? Let me look and see. Be careful, Jerry's going to. Well, the newspaper doesn't say it is, but they. They had said before it was going to. Yeah. 20%, they, 20%, yeah, 20 right. chance of uh, showers or thunderstorms after 1 p.m. I think it's raining now. I feel right on the porch. I, I think it's a, sort of a mist. I'm so glad you've changed our order around. So, uh. so Jerry's way over yeah. there. We had to. For liability reasons. Yeah, you got both Tr- Trace and you in between me. Uh, you're safe, I think. I don't know. I can move faster than any of y'all. That's yeah, true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, when I, I was walking in, I saw a, a baby 
uh, Queen's Butterfly. Oh, okay. A very young, it must be young because it's very small. Guess what he was on? Or she was on? Oh, I don't even see them anymore. Over there by the, uh, the Miss Flowers. Oh, okay. He was he was the only one on that. Yeah, I, I <laughs> probably wouldn't even I wouldn't tell be his surprised it was a golf fritillary rather than a queen. Because well, generally they start out at they, the same size as they. Yeah, they don't have any growth once they turn into a cat, into a butterfly. Oh, is that right? Where'd the yeah. tropical milkweed go? It's over on the left, over there. Oh, I'm I'm as bad oh, on I the see, tropical milkweed as Jerry it's ten is. Ten feet away. On. What's that? It's ten feet away. Well, Jerry's blocking my view. Well, it just it was yesterday. We got to kind of yeah. look at it. You had to walk on the porch. That means you had to walk by. That's him. true. Any way you look at it, you had to walk by. I get, him. but I'm focused. I'm like laser focused right. on getting the show. You know, so that's you know how I get. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'd love to hear from you. 210-308-8867. Got a lot of good calls yesterday. Kind of late in the game, so uh, call early and get that. We can spend lots of time talking to you. 210-308-8867. Even though if you think you're a fool, we'll take you. Yeah, we're we're, we're especially kind to fools. (laughs) (laughs) What is that saying? I don't, uh, I don't. To, uh, fool me once. So I don't suffer fools. Oh, okay. Isn't that a saying? Say fool once, shame on you. <laughs> Say fool twice, shame on me. But uh, we were talking about that. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. Is that? <laughs> it, it's, it's a uh, manipulation of a, uh, yeah. an expression. Uh, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Something <laughs> like that. I think it's the opposite. When we were talking. Den- Dennis will email us the expression. <laughs> we were talking about firecracker bushes today. How do we get on that? But, you know, I spotted some out there along with that uh, firebush. Uh-huh. But they're gone today. They're uh, moved. Oh, they moved? Yeah. Well, we sold some, too, but... Yeah. They, they rearrange everything every day. That's why the butterfly weed's not in the same spot. Either. Y'all are like Costco. <laughs> <laughs> every time I know where something is, uh, I go back there the next time. Oh, they have it. It's an aisle 13. Uh, well, Why he, was it aisle 13? He does that on purpose so that we won't appear knowledgeable when these people uh, ask us where. Uh, the only thing that doesn't move is the bathrooms. <laughs> We're thank, really good at thank, those. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Please where, don't move the bathrooms. Where are the firecracker bushes? They're um, 10 feet away. So, See? so there's some out here, and okay. I think there's some behind the building, too. Okay. That's a, that's that's. Well, uh, let's see. Didn't we decide that was made a Texas superstar? No, we decided it should be made a Texas oh, superstar. Oh, okay. But uh, no, but nobody's told David yet. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I didn't go into my tirade about the uh, the uh, uh, sweet potato, and uh, we used to, we used to have some problems with that sweet on on our new introduction uh, because <laughs> we had a couple of researchers on there. Yeah. At one time we had more researchers than we did extension people, and that's a problem. No, oh, why? <laughs> well, different uh, different uh, issues are the most important. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> But uh, then those people dropped off that, 
and replace what them. What y'all do with them? <laughs> well, we, we won't tell. Okay. I'm scared now. Well, now, what Jerry's going to say is that it's it's best when there's both researchers and uh, oh, horticulturists or extension people because then you get a... You get a more balanced decision. I was trying to... You don't, no. think, you don't think you'd say no, that? No, not in a million years. <laughs> no, I mean... Yeah. But then we replace... It may be true, but he ain't going to say it. <laughs> we replace those people. Well, of course, we had Dr. Stein on there forever. But then we replaced... Uh, we've got Greg Grant to come back on Superstar thing. And uh, we put David on there. Uh-huh. And David was the only one on there, and still is, that had nursery experience. Oh. Commercial nursery experience. And that was a big help. you got to be able to sell it. <laughs> doesn't matter if you can grow all you want, but if you can't sell it, then uh, it's yeah. not a good one. That's what, <laughs> see, a researcher will doesn't, doesn't even identify with that. Well, but the other thing you, you, you guys had, or generally have on that, at committee or in extension was good relationships with the industry. Oh yeah, yeah. So that you were, I know you you always spent a lot of time trying to talk wholesalers into oh yeah producing this, and we need, you know we, no we don't need a hundred, <laughs> we need a hundred thousand of these if we're gonna if it's gonna be a, I make a difference. Yeah, we came out with uh, Belinda's Dream Rose. Uh, I'd seen people respond to roses, and uh, I made the statement: there's only two, one, two kind of people: people that don't grow roses and people that want to grow roses. Okay. And that <laughs> that statement uh, launched Dr. Steve George into doing his rose thing. Oh, okay. But. Uh, he took it the wrong way. I mean, he he uh, focused on the. Uh, uh, I don't understand why you can't get along with Steve. I don't either. I mean, he, <laughs> you, you you harass him constantly in his Chinese pistache. Uh, yeah, Calvin irritated him real early. In the day. Hmm. But uh, anyway, uh, but uh, yeah, that. Uh, yeah. Research and even teaching, of a, even at A and M, they don't have a pro, they don't have a, a notion of uh, nursery tra- nursery business. Uh, and see, that's why that, when I, I recommended. I'm glad he's retired, Grace. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, and I, I recommended uh, David for. for uh, uh, admission to uh, Texas A&M. Now, there's a queen. Oh, Jerry. is it? Where is he? Yeah, you can't see it. Yeah, it's a, he's a, but he's a big one. Oh, okay. Help you with this real quick. Did you did you put it down? Or was it already down? <laughs> uh, well, now, 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 Milton has irritated me this morning. Now he's irritated uh, yeah, you. Yeah, I know it. He's uh, watched it. In a minute, he'll move Trace, them. do we need Somebody him? I, I'm just trying to figure out why he recommended David for a and <laughs> uh, I'm still on that. You're still stunned from that one? Uh, 
and and uh, of course he became my boy over there. You know, every every time I'd go in the building, they said, I'd say, "How's how's David doing?" He said, "Well, he's a good he's a good student, and he knows a lot, but uh, he he he." tends to correct the teachers and uh, I said well how can he correct the teachers he said well he tells them that they don't know anything what they're talking about you know when they get into marketing or mm. something like that and uh, I said well the problem with that is he's right yeah. yeah. Then they don't wonder where David went. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he David was not uh, reserved in his opinion. Oh. Although when David was worked with us, I didn't find him to be. I thought he was real uh, uh, pleasant and uh, didn't didn't uh, jump in to disagree with us very much. He was a he was a good intern, a good student, and he. Always knew a lot. If you asked him, <laughs> he would give you an opinion. But I, I thought it, I thought it was a great experience. Yeah, yeah. Oh. He, he, and he had to put up with both Jerry and I. <laughs> it turned into a love fest at the end. I did not see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, <laughs> the the reason he did, uh, agreed with us so much is because we would always ask him his opinion before we gave our knowledgeable, experienced mm -hmm. opinion. Well, we didn't always agree. I, I know you can't hardly imagine No, that. I can't. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we got him in there, and he's a, he's a credit to their A&M. Oh. Uh, I agree. I Good agree. deal. Way and to go, credit, David. <laughs> credit to uh, our community, too. Yeah. Good, he's a good agriculture. But anyway, getting back to the original subject, he's now, I think he's going to be the head of the Texas Superstar deal. Oh, good. Because Brent Pemberton, uh, the researcher from uh, Overton up, up east, uh, has retired. That'd be great. And, and so, so now we have an inside guy. Yeah. And and we have a plurality with Dr. Stein on there. He and David can uh, push almost anything through. So uh, good. So th sweet. That's, that's why. That's why all these. Do you know how many superstars have come out in the last year or two? Mm -mm. As compared to before that, lots. Neither of them, though, is rubber stamp people. Both of both of them, are, like Jerry described, yeah. both of them have a lot of knowledge, and it's a different, it's a diverse set of knowledge. Which, yeah, which yeah. Is really valuable. Yeah. All right, Trace. Should we talk about nursery <laughs> trade now? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm in awe of the sand lions. <laughs> You're on the what? There's sand lions below me. What are, what are sand lions? Uh, I don't know what the real name is, but it's the one that makes little. Uh, yeah, funnel-looking things where if an ant walks across it or something, they falls down in and he can't get back out. Uh, oh, <laughs> really? I can't think of what the name is now. I didn't know that. I, I've only called them sand lions, but I've, I've been filling in the holes and watching them flip them back. Oh, oh back yeah. that's irritating. But but anyway, uh, 
Yeah, we still got some chili penguins for sale, but chili patine. And potent I, chili penguins. Potent chili patine. Well, we'll, we'll, after people grow some and bring some up here to the uh, show, we, we'll, <laughs> we'll let, uh, let Trace and uh, some of his heifers taste them and see, uh, are they hotter? Mm. You know, the, the original taste test was done right here in at this uh, to one of uh, one of Trace's uh, employees. I think she's still with us. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's mean, a, that's a good sign. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, wasn't she, that hot? She was. Fu- she was Ant- funny. Antlion. That's what that's what uh, Al back at the station was suggesting too was ant- <laughs> antlion. But you can call them whatever you want, Trace. <laughs> but anyway, the. Uh, yeah, they, uh, so now's the time to plant them. And if you look at those plants over there, they're full of buds. They're just loaded with buds. I'm thinking about uh, getting me some of those large pots, which are still on sale, two for $85. I, can't, I just can't believe how fascinated he is by those I love those pots. pots yeah. <laughs> but I, well, I should it should be because I, I was at the nur- nurse, several nurseries yeah. the other day, and the pots were quite expensive, but much well, more expensive. Pots are hard to get. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh. there, there was a while there we were getting uh, an oceanic surcharge. Oh, Lord. Wow. Might, might still be happening. So the longer it sits on a barge or whatever in the yeah. ocean, we can charge more. Huh. Well, and I think gardeners understand why they're harder to get because they're from those freezes, two years of freezes, they're slowly all cracking apart. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, of course, I'm not very conscientious in picking up the pieces, but <laughs> I could pick up the pieces of some of them every day and yeah. toss them away. They, they just get disintegrated by that heat Hot and cold, hot and cold. Oh yeah. So, yeah, but, these are these are a good bargain in on, and they're high quality. Jerry, you're using some already, aren't you? Oh yeah, yeah. That's what uh, Jeremy's. Jeremy's got got uh, jalapenos and got a real grande gold and serrano peppers in it, and they are gangbusters. What yeah. I like about those, you know, the black plastic works in some cases, but. Yeah. But in terms of this heat, and they do a better job of insulating the yeah. root system. Well, and of course, they're so <laughs> large too. That makes a big difference. Yeah, if you clear if you clear it up, uh, your grandparents' house. That's all they had. That's all they used was yeah, uh, the clay ter- pots. Terracotta. All right, hey, we need to take a quick break. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What's on your gardening mind? Give us a call, 210-308-8867. Back in a moment with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Trace Hazlett, and me, Milton Glick, on 930 AM, The Answer. Gardening South Texas. I'm uh, not Louis, the, Louis? No. I'm, I'm trying to remember what that is. <laughs> it's uh, a, a somebody combo. I remember yeah. that. So, all right, uh, real quick, when you come to Mill Burgers, and today's a great day to come because it's uh, 
Feels nice out here, and a lot of your gardening peers are out here, too. Check out the Tree Hugger Sprinkler. You all hear us talk about them. You heard us talking about them yesterday. Millburgers has three sizes, 7, 11, and 15-inch. Uh, and so whatever the size your tree is, the tree hugger can help you out and help you water that root ball efficiently, whether you're establishing a tree or it's been there a while with the weather that we've been having. The tree hugger is a great, great tool to have in your gardening arsenal. Uh, it's a hard plastic sprinkler, uh, and uh, so it's built tough, and it has a little hinge on it, so it looks like a donut, and you open it up. <laughs> It gets worse, Trace. Uh. <laughs> Trace, like, shook. And then you close it or hug it around the tree. Uh-oh. Yeah, I love the water on it. <laughs> I think so. Okay. And you turn Yeah. I... Sounds like a dog with upset stomach, you know. Cone potty. <laughs> Go ahead, okay. I don't think they want that. that. You have to change the noise a little bit. Oh, so yeah. it's, a... it's a frog in a slow-boiling pot. Yeah, it could be. Oh. Something like that. Well, yesterday it sounded like Donald Duck was, was your gardener. Because I was eating the crackers. Oh, okay. And so you, it's got a little nozzle on it or a little uh, valve, and you turn it on just a little bit to efficiently, efficiently water the uh, root ball. That's a valve. Oh, I didn't know what that was. And then you turn it on a lot to water away from the root ball toward the drip line. Uh, you'll see it here and at HEB, and you can check it out video at plantanswers.com or treehuggersprinklers.com. That's treehuggersprinklers.com. We uh, are going, oh, yeah, that was the song is called Last Night. <laughs> oh, Last Night? Yeah. Okay. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And the tree hugger is available here and at HEB. I don't know if I mentioned that. Okay. Uh, sorry about that. All right. <laughs> And we've also got here black flag wasp and hornet and yellow jacket killer. I hmm? saw a guy uh, at the cashier's de- desk with a whole got a whole bunch box, of them, huh? whole box full. Of them. I'm thinking about that's all doing he that. could carry. I'm th- yeah. I thought about doing that myself. How many do we have left? Why would you say? Oh, he's rolling his eyes. Plenty <laughs> on sale. Two for four dollars. They're regularly uh, six ninety nine. I bought some yesterday because my neighbor won't kill their uh, wasps. Oh uh, no! And it shoots a good twenty feet. So I hopefully he didn't walk out when I'm doing it. But yeah, I'm, I'm planning on shooting the ones under his eaves from my yard. Huh? It should work. It's twenty feet. Yeah. I I want to get some and try it on fire. But it's not on the label? It's not labeled for that. I can put it on the label. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think it works that <laughs> I way. I put fire ants on it. Yeah, it's but, on the label. But so, sometimes you see yellow jackets uh, buzzing around fire ant bounds. And no. that, that would be what I would be spraying. Do they eat fire ants? Oh, yeah. Oh. So you, it, you, it kills them if it do, they do. Okay, I'm confused now. Yeah, well. well uh, you best not get in de- into that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is, this uh, is they do have this on sale. Cherry Parsons science here. <laughs> well, the fire ant, the body of fire ant is poisonous to anything that eats it. Oh. Uh, uh, anteaters? 
probably. No. <laughs> How many anteaters do you see in Texas? Not yeah. a lot. Oh, you used to see plenty of them. Uh, you, you couldn't cross the oh, street without well, seeing you know an anteater. You know what eats a lot of them? Um, woodpeckers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eat fire the, ants? Yeah, I think the... Uh, um, Yellow belly? Yeah, yellow. Uh, yellow uh, is it yellow belly? No, yellow that's jackets. What I, that's what we call them, yellow belly. I don't know, y'all set me up because uh, I'm going to say ant lions. Eat them without <laughs> any problem. You're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't, I've never seen them toss a fire ant out of their little <laughs> pits. I wonder if that's what's killed all the horny toads. Fire ants, or yeah, oh. because well, they have something on their body that's uh, toxic. Like regular ants don't. Oh, but fire ants do. And we uh, need Warren to call us. <laughs> but uh, anyway, this what? Oh, Warren. Okay. Warren. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking. Uh, I thought the, our researcher in Dallas was, uh, I mean, in yeah. Austin yeah. was Dennis. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, that's a, uh, well, the deal, the deal is it shoots for a long way, doesn't it? Yeah, 20 feet. And my, uh, my son, for some reason, I don't know where he gets it, and uh, his new friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, won't kill any insect or problem like that. In other words, if he catches one of my roaches in the house, he will capture it and put it outside. Oh. Hey, he didn't get that from me. No. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, uh, a, a mosquito probably he'd put it outside. But uh, I'm thinking that if I get this thing that shoots for a long distance, he can stand a long distance away and blast them. Like, like well, I, like, I have more sympathy for wasps and hornets than, oh, I, yeah. than I do for cockroaches. So. Uh, <laughs> but what about fire ants? I don't have a lot of sympathy for fire ants. No, they're, they're tough to tolerate. I, I probably, they've got one right in front of the sidewalk of the, of the house. And uh, I said, uh, Jeremy, you know what that is, don't you? Yeah, yeah, fire ants. I said, you better get rid of those things because they got pets that'll go wander out, old pets that'll wander out there and fall into that mound. Mm. And can be killed by firearms. But, uh, and I said, even worse than that, suppose your girlfriend has some short shorts on and she accidentally walks through that mouth. You'll be getting rid of those in short supply. Who's who's his supervisor? Are you that Melton or is that Trace? I don't know. Um, I just thought all I could think of was a very bad joke, so I'm not going to make it. No, probably probably wise is not to. All right, so we have the wasp killer. Focus on what you're trying to say. Wasp killer, yeah, and and we also haven't talked about the cutter black backyard bug control. An easy-to-use outdoor fogger that kills mosquitoes and other outdoor insects. 
Now that that, that would allow you to target, like if you have a thick, a thick shrub area. Yeah, there, yeah. The mosquitoes, they they seem to pick some of those and just yeah, and just hang in there, and <laughs> that would allow you to control them without having to spray the entire yard. Yeah, you just you spray. They stay in the shrubs when it's hot. Yeah. They're not dumb. Are they? So the tar- that that would if you were interested in just targeting yeah, you know, yeah. That, that that's an ideal product for targeting and it's uh 16 ounce can treats up to 1200 cubic feet regularly 5.99 but you can get one free if you say bigo bogo bogo what is it what is bogo buy one get one yeah buy one get one oh so, so it's two for one Oh. Do you have to buy in um, even amounts? Yes. Okay. Okay. Believe Good. it or not, our computer system had that already programmed in. Oh, really? So, yeah, we tried three, and it gives one free. They don't get the second free till they get to four. Okay. <laughs> they don't pay half price for one. That's a good deal. Yeah. What else? I've never seen Bogo before. Oh. Yeah. One, of, one of the shoe stores started uh, that, didn't they? I think so, yeah. The buy one, get one. Pay less or something. Uh, look. <laughs> yeah, that was tough when you had three shoes and, <laughs> you, didn't, and you couldn't get the fourth. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Calvin. I was, had a, uh, was uh, magnifying looking on this can on the ad to see if I could see a BOGO on there. No. Oh. So I was going to go in to say, BOGO. I don't think you have to say anything. <laughs> just just bring two to the counter, and one of them's going to be free. But anyway, Trace, what uh, else are you excited about that you guys have on sale? Uh, we got so much on sale. I know. Oh yeah. Well, let's see. Well, you got the the pentas. Are we do have pentas. Excited we about have the pentas. Vinca. We have. I saw one for the shade, one for the full sun, well, one deer proof. One not not their proof. Have you noticed how the pombegos? We only have half of what we started with yesterday. Oh, morning. wow! Yeah. That's always the case. Yeah, those things sell so well. Yeah, there's a popular plant. They look yeah. great. They, they deserve it. They got a great reputation, and they've earned that reputation. Yeah. Mexican fan palm. That's a pretty darn good deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty too. But uh, let's see. Y'all y'all had sagos earlier in the spring. On sale, yes. Yeah, on sale. Uh, well, they're regular price. We got them. We got you plenty st- of you them. You still got sago? Oh yeah. Okay. What about uh, Trace? We talked a lot about. I'm mean, just looking at this uh, person over there, the gardener that's filling their. Oh, with lantana. Yeah. Uh, have we have we gotten any responses? You can see from uh, uh, lace bugs on on uh, lantana or purchase of any of those drenches or anything? Uh, I've sold some as precautionary, but uh, I think I've only seen one or two actual cases brought in so far, yeah, which I surprises I, me. Yeah, I, I, you know, usually <laughs> by this time I would be getting yeah. uh, uh, responses uh, on the... Uh, People not... From, they're they're from not the, blooming. The newspaper, yeah. They're not blooming. Lace bugs yeah, throw but, them uh, out of bloom. But they're... The ones in my yard are, are blooming, too, which I usually get the, the lace bugs. Yeah. They're coming, I promise. <laughs> yeah, every, yeah, everything, I guess, is a little delayed. Oh, these, these last few years have been yeah. chaos. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, 
all of all of our all of our dates on what to do pre-emergence yeah. and everything like that had been either delayed or uh, by the rain by the la lack of rain and uh, cooler weather earlier and I hope I hope our gardeners are uh, remembered what we were talking about yesterday on the tomatoes and are getting those uh, planting areas ready because they're going to come quick and go fast. Yeah. So if you're watch for your favorite uh, tomato plant here at at uh, Mill Rivers, and of course we'll have all the we'll have the recommended brand. Trace listed them yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and, all I remember uh, was five varieties, celebrity and tycoon were uh, in that group, and the rodeo tomato. Yeah. And maybe as soon as next week? The fish. Oh, it'll be this It'll be this week. Red snapper. <laughs> it's just a matter of whenever there's a holiday involved, nothing ever happens the way it's supposed to. Have we heard? We haven't heard anything on the uh, our favorite tasting, to, uh, R- Ruby Crush or BHN 968? Every week is a new challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have right. to I'll have to ask the grower if they're going to have those uh, for spring. Also, are they going to have uh, gallon plants uh, with this crazy year? They may not have do grab gallon plants because as hot as it is, a, a gallon can be it has to be thrown away after. Yeah, well, that just few uh, weeks. Re- reinforces my. Telling them to, if you see one no, you like, yeah. get the four and a half inch. No, yeah. And uh, get it in place. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. You know, do we talk about red yucca is enough? Because oh, yeah. red yucca is one of those plants we should all be utilizing. Is that right? Uh-huh. They thrive in most parts of Texas and alkaline to acidic soils, and it's tough to find a plant that's adapted to Texas as well as the red yucca. Okay. Greg Grant said that. Oh. I just made it sound like I did. <laughs> yeah, that's in the Millburgers newsletter for it's this a, month. You oh. sure it wasn't an AI? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> Someone pretending to be Greg? Yeah. I'm not sure AI wants to pretend to be Greg. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, Greg would have made that joke. Yeah. If I, if I back back to my pots. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey. Can I put a red yucca in my pot? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I park out there by the pots. Okay. And I was I was I was fearsome. Fear, fearful. When I pulled in, because the ones out the 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 uh, eighteen inch pots are kind of getting less out there. There's fewer numbers out there. So have we got more of those eighteen inch pots? No, sir. No. No. Uh oh. I've got my eyes on a on a deal for twenty inch pots, but that's not going to happen until fall. Ooh, that'll be nice. And you don't want to know how many I got to buy. No, no, probably not. <laughs> but but the ones out front are the only 18-inch pots left, right? On sale, yes. There's other 18-inch pots, but not on sale. And Trace is the only person I know who has this his uh, savings account for retirement <laughs> based on 18-inch uh, clay pots. There you there. go. But what what do you mean that not, what what are the ones that are not on sale? 
Well, I'm sure there's 18-inch roll rim out there that wouldn't be on sale. A what? It's a, ty- it's a type of pot. Oh. And I'm sure I got bigger ones that are not on sale. I'm sure I got littler ones that are not on sale. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's, when they're gone, it's over for the 18-inch. It'll right. be over for the sale. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll just stock 10s and 20s after that. Yeah. All right, we're going to take another quick break. 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch, Trace Hazlett, and Dr. Jerry Parsons. Doc Hazlett to me. And I'm Milton Glick on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. Do not forget, if you've got bugs in the house, uh, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control is not going to treat them like Jeremy and walk them outside and, <laughs> and uh, you know, console them in the heat. Spider-Man's going to get rid of them. And I think you know what I mean by getting rid of them. <laughs> so from roaches to rats to scorpions to fleas, ants. That's why I wanted Warren I'm to call. I'm glad you did not mention lizards because they are very careful on, yeah, they, on uh, lizards and, and yeah, they try to keep it reptiles. So, yeah, so which is kind of cool. I mean, they're very sensitive to what you know. Uh, your needs are sensitive to the situation in your garden. Uh, and, and your pets. Uh, are they yeah, sensitive the to my needs? No, not you. Kill them all. No, no, you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't want to. That's see okay. They're gonna they're gonna get rid of them. They do it. Yeah, and uh, Spider Man can talk with you about all the different options that are available and uh, uh, get you on the team. And they've also got the Into Care Trapping Mosquito Trapping System. They were one of the first to bring it to San Antonio. You can see more about that at GoSpiderManPest.com. But they use it at Disney World. They use it in Orlando. They use it, and that's. We'll have to find out from Warren where else they're using it now because it's really catching on for homeowners and businesses and amusement places that don't want to spray that but want an effective way to, to kill the mosquitoes in their area. Check them out online and read all the good reviews at GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. Or call them 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. Your web of protection since 1976. That's Go Spider-Man Pest. Or Spider-Man Pest Control at GoSpiderManPest.com. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. The humidity well, is getting a little less higher. Yeah, it's picked that. up a little bit. Did you ever ask Warren, was that a venereal control of mosquitoes? No, I did not. Well, so, why, why do I need to know this? I do, well, I do. I mean, Why do you need to know this? It <laughs> <laughs> gives him something to think about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but it will not get a lot of people. I mean, if he likes cockroaches, he probably likes yeah, mosquitoes. Yeah, the cockroaches are talking. Yeah, I, I, I kill cockroaches with my walking cane. Oh, okay. I thought you were you were living at peace with them. And I leave, and I leave them, leave the car, carcasses where they fall. It's so different. I think they scare away other cockroaches. They, they just eat them, huh? Yeah, I think yeah, they, do they just, can eat them. Do they disappear? 
Yeah. Okay, yeah, they may be beating him. <laughs> but for some reason, Jeremy and his friend don't don't like my yeah, Let's say what's your, what's your I can uh, see I can see him at lunch with their friends talking yeah. about Jerry's I, uh, I mean I, I Jeremy's got father. That, I got old big big Al over there last Thursday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. The name cro- I name my cockroach. You name the cockroaches? Yeah, yeah. And you kill them? Oh, that's just mean. <laughs> but anyway, uh, crepe myrtles are on sale. Mm-hmm. And, and they're blooming. They're blooming yeah. very well. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Looks like maybe the heat's getting to them a little bit. It Really? Yeah, some of the ones I've seen. Or maybe they're just, they, they were blooming earlier, and now they're just kind of fading a little. Oh. I but, saw, uh, but yeah, well, they, that's what they're supposed to do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's what they're doing. And cycles kind of it. Yeah. So. Uh, I saw a planting, Jerry, uh, not not closely related to this, but a, a, a rehab house in my in the neighborhood. And they had these, they got these beautiful oaks. Mm-hmm. And underneath they planted, and of course a lot of deer. So they planted uh, uh the, uh, oh, the the one that uh, Milton's favorite on the predicting the rain. Oh, Sinisa and Vinca, in underneath that deep shade, and they, they were the the bright white flowers and the and I wanted to say, oh man, <laughs> you need time, some you need some you pentas. By, the next time you go by, let us know if there's uh, any alive. Yeah, well. It, that, I kind of expect they'll will will diminish. Yeah. Not too quickly. Probably so. Because Vinca has a tendency to hang on a little bit. Well, and, the, and the, also yeah. the other the other plant will hang yeah. on a bit too. Okay. And then so. we'll we we'll might get a phone call about it. <laughs> uh, why aren't Why aren't these performing the way you guys yeah, have yeah. bragged about them? We got a. We usually get a lot of questions about. Why don't my crepe myrtles bloom? They're in full sun. And uh, they're eight years old and in full sun. And so uh, <laughs> we've been, I've been noticing some uh, interesting things on crepe myrtles where there's a portion of it that is still alive but not blooming. And then there's a portion of the same plant full of bloom. Yeah. And uh, I'm chalking that up to freeze. That was hard freeze oh, really? we had. I was, th- I was thinking the ones I noticed that like, looked like a sun situation. One oh, the, okay. You know, the, these are older ones that are in the, yeah. in the oak trees and yep. cedar elms have all kind of grown over the top of them. But I, I've seen that on uh, numerous uh, crepe myrtles yeah. where half of them are. Not blooming, but they're still alive. Uh, the answer is, crape myrtles need three basic things to flower to their maximum potential. They need full sun. Uh, they need ample water, which they didn't get this year. Uh, and, and this year... Uh, and they need nitrogen. Crape myrtles bloom on new growth. Your plants do not appear to have grown very much this spring. 
So uh, it's kind of like the peaches. You know, you get you you want to generate some uh, new wood. Then yeah, then then they have a a length of new wood uh, every year. That yeah, the, yeah, and you kind of determine. Is it eight to ten feet? Eight to ten inches. Yeah, you determine if you all you fertilize every uh, spring Feb- yeah, in spring, February. February. But you also fertilize in the fall if you didn't get any growth. Oh yeah. You look at the tree, huh? Yeah. Well, I wonder if it, no growth could be caused by the lack of rainfall. Mm. And that's that's the, one of the issues. It's just like that big lawn discussion we had. What you know? Should you fertilize it? Is it? Yeah, right. Yeah, is it because there's no water and the fertilizer won't make a difference? Or, mm. So that 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 really this kind of weather really complicates your decisions about the plants so what about this year uh, what do you what do you think people need to do wait till they put on the fall fertilization yeah i the uh, if you have been able to water them yeah that's what uh, that's in one of the articles uh, i put uh, you know go ahead you got to remind everybody this is the time you got to water them um and and you don't get the growth, then I would go ahead and fertilize them, and use use uh, nineteen five nine, so it's a oh. long term. In the fall. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I think you gotta. It's dangerous, I think, to to to, to try to speculate. Well, is this a, is this the caused by the freeze or the drought, or yeah. should I go ahead and use three dollars worth of fertilizer? Yeah. You know? I don't think best, best practices always tells me water and fertilize. Yep. If there's any questions, water well, and fertilize. That's what you do. <laughs> and well, and if you got the slow release uh, lawn fertilizer, nineteen five nine, it's a. I always think of it as a less waste and less environmentally challenging, because it's gonna, it's not gonna leave the area, and it's uh, gonna be. They be able to be used by that plant eventually. Anyway, uh, they say crepe myrtles bloom on new growth. Your plants do not appear to have grown very much this spring. That's true with fruit trees too. It's rather late to push them this year. That's what I, we we always commonly say that. Uh, Kind of the opposite. Yeah, of the you fruit don't trees. fertilize uh, with nitrogen, especially in the fall. But you might still <laughs> try applying an all nitrogen lawn type food on them, along with a thorough deep soaking. Next year, start feeding them in March, and again in mid-May or early June, and in late summer. Wow, that's quite a yeah, that's now, more that, fertilization. Cray myrtle. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> uh, water deeply a couple of times a week. Give that a try for one season, see if it doesn't make a marked change in their flowering. So he's trying to change your direction. Yeah, yeah. Because so, that's that's kind of an unusual. Uh, I mean, years past we kind of talked about how yeah. tough. Crepe myrtles were, and you know, a minimal amount of rain and good drought. Oh yeah, some minimal of, minimal amount of fertilization. Some too. of the prettiest ones I've ever seen are in areas that they only get rain; they don't get watered. Yeah, if they got a, if you got a little like six inches of soil, or 
Yeah. Some good soil. But uh, anyway, there uh, uh, there was some research done earlier. I guess it was Oklahoma, uh, Dr. Carl Whitcomb. And when we talk about winterizer fertilizers, uh, for a long time we didn't didn't mention for put that on the shrubs. And uh, but he did some research, just showing that uh, shrubs benefit from a fall fertilization too. That they we we were everybody was horticulturists always scared of. Uh, pushing them into regrowth. Yeah. Well, our... our I, uh, I think it's like grass. Yeah, our once, co- once, colleague Mark Peterson has always advocated that fall fertilization. Oh, is that right? Yeah. On the, on the trees and bushes yeah. and stuff? Yeah, well, I've argued with him for like three or four years. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the... Uh, but I guess they're like our grasses. You know, once that grass slows down, stops growing rapidly when we were mowing it once a week. Uh, you can't get it going again. You, no matter how much fertilizer you put on it or what kind, you cannot get it actively growing again. You can keep it green, but you can't uh, get it actively growing again. So uh, that's what you need to think about. Speaking of grass... I've got a question for me, <laughs> my man here. Oh, Trace. <laughs> okay, we you go talk- first. <laughs> okay. Yes, yeah, you said you wrote an article next week. Next Saturday, I believe. About Pro Vista. Yeah, yeah. I, I, pre- I appreciate the information that I got from everybody. Yeah. Uh, I started to print it out, but I think it's quite a long article. But uh, anyway, uh, you might. Uh, uh, Trey says uh, Provista and Raleigh about the only two St. Augustines he can get now. And so he said they were three hundred and twenty dollars a pallet, which is not awfully for expensive pro, for Provista. Provista, yeah, Provista. Raleigh's less. Now, <laughs> with that said. Can I get a half a pallet? Sure, but a half pallet's not half price. The freight's the same regardless whether they're shipping me a half or a full. Okay, so what's a half a pallet? Well, it'd be sixty dollars less, so it'd be what two two sixty. Oh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, then you may as well get to make a. Um, a little shed out of the rest of it, the. It behooves side. people to buy full pallets, but. If you're going to waste it, I can understand not. But yeah. if you can share it with a neighbor. Or oh, there you go. Yeah, that's true. And but uh, and where, does that come out of Bay City? It or? does. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Jerry, I'll send you that. Uh, did, I, did I send it? I didn't send that. I, I got it. The stuff oh. they sent to you. Oh, okay. I'll send what I, how I translated it then. 
Well, I don't, I don't want you messing up like you did with that prayer buffalo grass. I was, when I was writing, I was exa- thinking exactly how, how would Jeremy get, get, get us in trouble with this. Yeah, I could take that. And, uh, but I, I don't want to get you in trouble with Pro Vista because it's. Well, I don't know. The mother, yeah. it's, it's my mother load, uh, the uh, uh, floor tab, you know. That I love the love of my life. Well, I have to admit that that I the, my I talked about how uh, Pro Vista was probably good because it was related yeah. to <laughs> That's what Florida. I think. If it was anything like Florida, it's good <laughs> stuff. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Get you caught up with the news, and then come back here. Come visit us at sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Or call us at 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up right after this on 930 AM. The answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're here live at 1604 on Bull Road, and like yesterday, we encourage you to come on out and ask your gardening question in person. And uh, you can be on the radio or not. It's up to you. But, uh, yep, yeah, it's... Uh, oh, no. Okay, Jerry that's says a, no, but I say Okay, you can come you test. Come up here, I won't grab you. You, you can come. Ah, you can. You can just <laughs> test that by coming out here at sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. You'll be okay. All right. So let's see. What do we need to worry about now? Uh, I'm trying to see. Oh, time to get your fall tomatoes going. I'm looking at the newsletter. Uh, maintaining your summer garden by Dr. Jerry Parsons. All right. Yeah, that was one of my favorite articles. Says prune roses, except climbing varieties. Roses should be pruned early August to ensure fall bloom. <laughs> okay, uh, this this year on roses, oh, the heat and dry. Well, they're after the rains, nightmare. after the rains, they perked up so much. I thought, ah, we're saved, we're saved, but now they're back to where they yeah, were. Yeah, they deperk. Yeah, is, there, is that? Is that the opposite of perked up mountain? Oh, they... De-perked. I'm not sure. <laughs> but anyway, it's been pretty tough on the, on the roses. All right. Insects to watch out for. Hello. hello. Oh, yeah. White flies. Well. Spider mites. Yeah. Web worms. Well. Tent caterpillars. Aphids and grasshoppers. Well, <laughs> what about our... Uh, on our... Lantanas. Oh, lace bugs? Bug, yeah. Oh, he didn't, yeah. Jerry doesn't talk about that. <laughs> I've got that article, as a matter of fact. Oh, do you? Okay. It's That's... in the Millburgers newsletter, <laughs> which is available at millburgernursery.com. Uh, the webworms uh, are forming large, draping webs over the ends of the pecan walnut. We don't grow walnuts here. Do we? I don't know. Do we? Isn't there like a Texas walnut or a black walnut? Well, or? there is a a little walnut, uh, hill country walnut, that's uh, 
it's a it's not a Carpathian like everybody eats. I'm not sure what religion has to do with it. <laughs> a Persian. <laughs> they saw also called Persian. Oh, okay. But uh, Dr. Laura Shreve worked several years, traveled to foreign countries, trying to find a, a, a Persian walnut uh, or wood uh, that that would uh, produce here in Texas. And uh, what well, they, because uh, Laura and I were friends, and it was a good thing because he carried carried a pistol. Yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> We were having a, a Hondo uh, or, or a Medina uh, a County Fair over there. And so Lloyd decided he was going to put all his uh, Car- Carpathian wallets or Persian wallets that he brought for, got from all over the world on display. And so when I walked in the door, <laughs> he said, Dr. Parsons, you know, I'd always been kind of a, see, it ain't happening, son. Oh. But uh, Dr. Shree was, that it can happen, you know, I will make it. Oh, okay. But uh, he says, come over here and look at these wallets that I brought. And so I went over to this table. It was an impressive display of Carpathian wallets that have been grown in around the Uvalde and uh, in South Central Texas. And he said, what do you think? I said, I think we need to crack them all. See what the meat looks like. Oh, okay. And of course... <laughs> did he want to do that? No. Well, he, 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 he dared not say he didn't want to do it. Yeah. And so <laughs> I got to busting them one plate at a time. They were all black meated. Oh. And Dr. Shreve. <laughs> I said, let's leave this on display. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he never say? invited you to one of these <laughs> things again, did he? I th- <laughs> but there was only one that had even a resemblance of a, a meat inside the uh Is that shell. like walnuts? Yeah. Because huh. they get a, something. They get a... A black, uh, I guess it's bacteria or something, uh, in the in in, in the uh, meat itself. And uh, Dr. Shreve decided that uh, probably we need to start spraying them immediately when they for- are forming to keep that from happening to the nuts. I said, "Who wants to do that?" I mean defeats the purpose but uh, he was a pistol he won and, and speaking of wallets in texas he uh he had uh, my a good friend and his good friend uh tony zare out of uh hondo to collect bag 50 50 pound bags of uh 50 gallon bags of uh of the hill country walnut, little bitty walnut, but about that big. All right. Well, but for, the, for people it, on the radio, how big is that? That that's about that. Big. Oh, okay. Nickel, <laughs> nick, nick, nickel to a quarter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, which they they weren't good, obviously good good commercial to eat, 
but they were resistant to iron corrosives, alkaline, growing in alkaline soil. And uh, the, the Chinese uh, had that problem and, huh. and didn't have any way to cure it. And so Dr. Shreve would t- send them bags of that to China. And uh, within two to three years of him passing, they had a statue oh, wow. of Dr. Shreve over there. Well, that's cool. He <laughs> Made out of uh, walnut shells. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he, he insured, uh, and they were growing Carpathian walnuts over there. But they had to have put them on that walnut stock. A lot of people, a lot of recent, uh, re- plant explorers came to Texas uh, to collect specimens hmm. to improve uh, certain species, like the wildflower deal. The uh, Japanese and uh, uh, came uh, did uh, and got started with the uh, bluebells. The bluebell flowers, and if you buy bluebell, not the ice cream, <laughs> but the uh, native bluebell flower, uh, now from seed you have to buy the seed. Uh, it, its origin is right out from here to here to Bastrop. Huh? You can see them out there. Cool. But anyway. You can see them at the Bluebell Factory, too. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, last time I went, yeah. Huh. That's neat. They're what? They're planted at Bluebell? <laughs> uh, many years ago, we took a tour. Okay. And it was at the, uh, they had the, all the landscape done in them. Huh. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's neat. Uh, anyway, getting back to the bugs. Uh they use a long handle pruning loppers to clip them off when they're just getting started. Well, you're going to have to clip them. Why not use the the Beck technique and just rip 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 a hole in those webs as they begin oh, to yeah, get the heat and let the wasp in there. That that uh, trace hasn't killed all of them. If you have if you have uh, webworms in your neighborhood, trace. I tell my wife that they're <laughs> beneficial. Uh, she says, "Kill them." Uh, I, got, I got. I can either have who dinner. Who you listen to, Beck or your wife? I would like to have dinner every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Malcolm ain't helping with that. <laughs> okay, if he can live with that, and. Uh, <laughs> The toughest, the toughest in, insect we talk about are grasshoppers. Uh, devouring foliage of vegetables, ornamentals, and and uh, apple trees, and any any of your low-growing trees. But uh, Doctor Shreve also had that. You know, he worked with apples, and those those, those grasshoppers were devastating. And uh, no insecticide would kill them. Once they're made. Yeah. Tough to, tough to yeah. kill. And uh, that was kind of iffy if the baits would even work. And so you know how he cured the problem? He recommended to the apple growers to get guineas 
and that took care of the grasshoppers. Guineas ate he seemed every grasshopper. To, he seemed to be a man who liked a challenge. Oh, yeah. Okay. And who, who, what other horticulturists would have thought of putting guineas out there to control grasshoppers in the apple orchards? None. But it worked. Did they put a statue in? Yeah, <laughs> they need to. <laughs> him, him and uh, Lloyd Freed and the uh, guineas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, those, uh, those grasshoppers are, uh, this, this person says, spray should be applied in a downward sweep to coat the pest as they fly away. And that, that also cools them down, too. Oh, good. It's hot out there. <laughs> but uh, I think uh, grasshoppers are carnivorous, aren't they? They eat each other? Yeah. I think so. So the idea is to, is to kill, kill a few and let the others eat, eat the carcasses. Oh. I, ma- I imagine that's how that bait works. Are the carcasses also toxic? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's what I wasn't sure about. Yeah. But uh, people are also worried about uh, the uh, cicada killers. Large, striped, and low-flying wasps are probably predatory cicada killers. Beneficial. They build nests in the ground. Their encounters with cicadas are very noisy after which they take the paralyzed insect back to serve as food, living food. Food? For the larvae. All right. They're harmless to humans unless provoked. Milton, don't provoke provoke them. There's nothing worse than a provoked Mm-mm. wasp. I'm not going to At do which it. their stains can be quite painful. <laughs> Okay, that's just some books to be looking at. And then lace books we talked about earlier. <laughs> it's a general purpose insecticide will stop them, but the leaves will not green back up again. That's why you might as well use that uh, flexible string trimmer, your weed eater, and uh, shred the tops. Well, if you get uh, been damaged. yeah, if you get it down early enough, you might prevent it. But once it's started, then then it's yeah. Once they do the damage, they suck the chlorophyll out. You can hear them if you go out there at night. Lay lay in, lay down with your ears in the uh, lantana. Mm-hmm. You'll hear them. And if the lace bugs don't get you those, uh, <laughs> those other bugs well. bite, that bite you again. <laughs> and spider mites, <laughs> they uh, have the tiny modeling on the leaves, beans, uh, marigolds, beans, tomatoes, and scores of other plant species. <laughs> you have a, you'll have a hard time seeing the mites on the plant. Why is that? With the naked eye. Why is that? I never thought of my eye being naked. Do you know? Yes, your eye's naked. Yeah. Without binoculars or glasses. (laughs) They're small. No, I was setting them up for his... They're they're mighty mighty small. small. (laughs) (laughs) Coward processes. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) 
Mighty small. I'm sure he dude. got it. <laughs> okay. Uh, General, uh, it, it is a, this is a mistake. It says general purpose insecticide generally offers some degree of control. No. At this time of the year, when it's this hot, and the plants are this big, there's nothing you can control them with, except the garbage can. Mm. Oh, spider mites. I was, spider thinking, mites yeah. I was thinking you were talking about lace bugs. <laughs> no. And I've had pretty good luck with uh, yeah. uh, insecticides with lace bugs. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and where's Tracy? Oh, leaf rollers will attack trailing periwinkle ground cover. And uh, Trace and I were having a discussion. We were talking about low-growing ground covers, and he said, he said, you left off uh, the trailing periwinkle. And, uh, and another one he mentioned, and I said, is that that periwinkle or that plant that the caterpillars eat overnight? That's right, the one mm. Dor Dorothy has trouble with. Yeah. Oh. I, don't, I don't know. I think she's pulled them all. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, like I said, my neighbor used to have, have some. And, of course, I was the man I was watching for insect damage. And uh, one, one, di one evening I would go out and look, and I couldn't see anything. Didn't see any wormholes in them or anything else. Next morning you go out, there's not a leaf on those things. So they must lay all the eggs <laughs> at once and then hatch out at once and have a have a feast. But well, I can't remember when it was that man. Maybe you were with me. I think it was that at Dorothy's when we were uh, it was several years ago. <laughs> uh, I had just been there and Admired the <laughs> periwinkle, and then yeah. two or three days later, we, we went out there, and there was nothing left. Uh, <laughs> all, just the stems, just the leaves. That's right. They don't leave any leaves on the ground or anything else. Uh, that periwinkle, I think, is uh, blue, isn't it? In outside, I think the flower is kind of bluish. But uh, I told Trace I. I don't think I'd recommend that for a ground cover for anybody because of that worm. Now you could probably, you could maybe get away with putting that uh, systemic around it in the soil, but uh, you got to have something on the spot because uh, they're gonna they're gonna do their business quickly. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Speaking of quickly. And come back in a moment. In the meantime, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up, live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 and Boulevard Road on 930 AM, The Answer. You ask me what I like about Texas, I tell you it's a wide open space. There's a little bit of everything in Texas Just look around and you will see There's a little bit of everything in Texas And a whole lot of Texas in me 
and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer? Oh, you're talking about how I hit my tooth on the. Let's see. Have you broken your tooth uh, uh, through all these years? No, no. Just I got tough teeth. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. I was going to go with the uh, corny theme of red, white, and blue plants because of the 4th of July holiday, but um, I know I know what the blue one would be. Uh, yeah, well, no, without uh, a doubt. The red and the white one would easily be uh, Vinca. Oh, okay. Because yeah. they're, they're spectacular. They're and we did have a blue Vinca. We had a purple one, I guess. I yeah. looked at them. Yeah, we could have done a, 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 a garden red, white, and blue with the Vincas. Yeah, and that that would be easily done, too. Yeah. Because they're, they're most of uh, all the same height. All right. Yeah. I'm going to remember that. Yep. And, well, the deer would, and the deer wouldn't eat. Yeah. Be unpatriotic and yeah, good to eat them. You could still do it. It's not the fourth yet, is it? No, I still could. Yeah. I need that blue vinca though. Yeah, I think they're sold out. <laughs> I'm not sure. I have to ask Trace. Yeah. And um, Trace loves it when he hears his name <laughs> as he's walking around the nursery and the speakers. So, uh. Uh, they we talk about uh, we were talking about that uh, provista. Mm-hmm. I in my front yard that got killed out by the freeze. I am going to have the perfect landscape, grass and uh, foliage in my front yard. Right now, I got a great big patch of oak sprouts. They are beautiful. Okay. And uh, <laughs> they need to be cut, move, mold to keep them smaller. But they're so pretty, I almost hate to mow them. Uh, but it's a third. Yeah, I hear they're about 14 feet tall. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, no. No, yeah. But, uh, uh, Jeremy uh, says, yeah. <laughs> mow those, Dad. Mow those. They're about six, six inches. Six, seven inches. So they're just coming up. But uh, green is a gourd. Solid, solid set of it. And because I've been mowing them for a couple of years now. Don't have to water them. Don't have to fertilize them. You can ignore them. All you have to do is mow them periodically. And then I'm thinking in front of that, I'll put some of this uh, Provista. Hmm. Does it say... It uses less water and fertilizer. You wrote the article. Minus, yeah, that see that they, those were just uh, minuscule differences there. So it'd be hard. Oh, okay. What it does though say is that it uh, grow, grows shorter than. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to mow it at all. Yeah, forty percent less mowing than. Uh, so so that's quite a. Quite yeah. a difference. Yeah, you know, floor dam is a is a horse. Yeah. <laughs> when we I mean, were, we, we I, t- I took some pictures. I think they're on plantanswers.com, identifying uh, the r- the real floor dam, the true floor dam. 
and uh, we went out to that planting that uh, the forest. Who who made that? <laughs> who you you had? Uh, yeah, I created it. Forest Appleton, though, did go yeah, wonder some. Yeah, but uh, after it was uh, uh, abandoned, they got the information from it, and uh, so. I was carrying, uh, I took some, uh, a young fellow out there that had never seen Floritan or the grass, uh, or the different kinds of grasses. And I said, okay, find the Floritan in this planting. Then he went out there and went straight to it. Hmm. Because it was, it was greener, it's still green. Even though it had never been watered. Did it have a purple hue, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the interesting thing was, they were planted in blocks, of course. And uh, after he had identified it, I went look, trailing some of the uh, runners from Florida. And they had, it had runners into the other blocks. It had taken off that mm. much. So that, that, you know, people used to say, and I'm afraid we got that information carried over to other varieties, but uh, used to say, well, you can plant your St. Augustine and keep it watered and fertilized, and it'll cover. You know, you can plant it in blocks and leave spaces in between uh-huh. them, and it'll cover pretty yeah. fast. I don't think that's true for the Raleigh's and some of the newer grasses. I know it's damn well not true for zoysias. No, as no. slow as they grow. Yeah, zoysias are not. Bermuda probably, maybe. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I'm thinking about putting some provista in front of the. Yeah, in front of the, my oak sprouts. It's gonna be pretty. And in, then in, in the wintertime, he'll have uh, uh, the... Uh, oh! <laughs> and now now okay? I've got a black eye, and you've got a tooth knocked out. Uh, this radio is tough. Yeah. yeah. Dangerous. What is your what is your, uh, your, your favorite uh, winter wheat grass? Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that's in the back. Uh, bluegrass. Bluegrass, yeah. Yeah. But that's in all of, all of that, and... Uh, and the horse herb, you know, I wouldn't get rid of a horse herb. Uh, it's in the back, too. But this this front yard is, is mostly uh, oak sprouts and uh, will be Pro Vista. So uh, if some of you out there are thinking about getting some Pro Vista and you only need a half a flat, a half a pallet, uh, Get in touch with me. I'll split one with you. Hmm. And uh, and it says new turf ter- plant new turf grass from sod or Bermuda with seed. Water morning and evening for the first couple of weeks until roots are established. Now uh, that's definitely true for uh, Bermuda grass, and I guess it's true for sir, uh, sod too. But what 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 does that do with our water deal? Do, I, well, do you have to get a special permit to do that? In the old days, that's what we did. You just got a well, 
Well, for a while there, I, I think they they liberalized it a bit now that if you have um, that was that was stage one. And I think you have to check it out, but uh, if you get permission to with the new lawn, yeah, then then you then you get some flexibility there. But of course, if it's your hand watering, it's no problem. But uh, that's something to check out. Yeah, and, yeah. It's. Uh, I'd, hate to, I'd hate to get arrested, Milton. Yeah, yeah, it would be embarrassing. Yeah, yeah we'd good. have to say, Cherry, who? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, nah. Oh, that sh- that that blank chair over there? I don't no. know. Oh yeah, he used to he used to. <laughs> Talk well, about we couldn't, water we, couldn't all the say, time. we couldn't say we couldn't say Mark is there. Either, <laughs> you know, they're no. both, uh, water morning and evening for the first, but uh, they're not talking about inches of water. I think no, it's very uh, very yeah, shallow, shallow at that for that first two weeks. Maybe thirty minutes. Uh, well, thirty uh, yeah, thirty would be plenty. Be plenty. Because you know, uh, I don't know how. Well, I, I won't say floor tam is more resistant to uh, rotting than uh, Raleigh, is. but uh, I, I think it may be. So you don't want to rot rot the sod. Uh, anyway, and it's, you can still plant uh, copper plants or firebush. Now we've got. Uh, the regular firebush out here with the large bloom, and then we've got a plant out here labeled firebush that is a dwarf firebush. And you would say, oh, goody, goody, it doesn't get as big. Neither does the bloom. Hmm. And so, those uh, teeny little hummingbirds he, say, yeah. I don't want to be messing with any little <laughs> plant like that. But anyway, uh, you want to be careful. I wanted them to call, rename the large one. Uh, they're all Hamelia patents, P-A-T-E-N-S. But uh, this this one that we introduced is is a different. We we've never find out where that came from because it never makes a seed. The true Hamelia patents is a, is a a vicious weed down in uh, Panama. Uh, uh, what we send, Greg? Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, down south, South America, and the ditches and everything else, they fight it all the time. But uh, this one has got to be a—it's got to be a hybrid. But I don't know what with, because it—it it, it makes a, a blackberry. But when you squeeze it to get to look at the seed inside, there's there's no viable seed uh-huh. in there. I think the birds like it though. The, oh the, yeah, the, the berry. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I wanted them to name it. We ought to name it uh, uh, Mexican firebush or uh, Gentry's firebush, uh, Laredo, or Laredo's firebush. Uh, it's where I first saw it. However, uh, Mr. Wessler, when I put uh, put that down the market, said that that used to be 
a very common plant around here in the firebush hmm. was. And that it uh, it was so popular, it got too popular. Really? Yeah. Uh, people got tired like of it. Like Nandina? Yeah. People got tired of ah, it. Ah, it's hard to imagine. <laughs> I, ne- I never even heard of it till I got down, down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Down here. And uh, it was like, uh, what I was surprised about is Willie Gentry, uh, who used to work for Aldridge Nursery out here and used to write an article for the Express uh, many, many years ago. Uh, he acted like, uh, he acted, he knew he couldn't root it. And he had told me that I'll, I could sell all that anybody rooted of that. So, so popular. Well, uh, he was trying to root it at the wrong time of the year. But uh, I'm surprised he didn't mention that it used to be a very popular yeah. plant. But that, that's what Mr. Wessler said. Yeah, you wouldn't want to disagree with Mr. Wexler. <laughs> well, he was, yeah, he, he did a lot of selling, and uh, he, he, he knew what he was talking about. Did you, you heard about that, Milton, when Jerry set me up with him. Uh-oh, uh, wait a minute. I don't think I've heard this either. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was uh, <laughs> promoting some plant. I don't remember what, what plant it was, and Jerry said... Well, Mr. Wexler wants to meet you, and uh, you know he's he's a prominent member of our uh, nursery community, and uh, very uh, be good to have a good relationship with. Yeah, I got him there, and he was he was just friendly to me, and said that he thought that I that I, I probably could be one of the few people that could uh, handle working with Jerry. And then he said, but the most important thing is don't ever promote a plant like you did that that's not available to the nursery industry. Oh. It's goodbye. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we, that was one of our deals to getting, getting along with the nursery because they had had, uh, we had a horticulturist here, but, uh, and even, even uh, Miss... Uh, another lady that had written in the Express, uh, but they would take uh, they would take articles out of the uh, you know out of the news uh, stations, yeah. maybe from the north, and and print them down here. Well, do you remember how many uh, when we were looking horticulture books? Up until 20 years ago, yeah, all the horticulture books seemed like they were from the north. And then suddenly we got a whole bunch of wonderful yeah. Texas and South uh, U.S. books that uh, yeah. filled the gaps. Uh, but anyway, uh, we need to differentiate it for the customers. Because when we recommend firebush, and they come out here and see a see that little one, mm. that's not that's not what we're recommending. We're going to uh, take a quick break. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That's our number. 
210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 AM, The Answer. I'm a San Antonio, any old place I call my home, I gotta go. I got Texas in my soul. Dallas, Fort Worth, San Angelo, Houston, Austin, or El Paso, I gotta go. I got Texas in my soul. It is there. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, where John is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey there, John. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today? Hello, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. I enjoy your show every week. Got a Thank couple you. of questions about uh, tycoons and the Thunderbird tomatoes. I bought a couple of each of them back in the spring and planted them, and I'm very happy with them. You know, one thing is I want to know is how do you know whether they're determinate or indeterminate? Well, why do you we want to identify know? Them. Yeah, we identify them. <laughs> in fact, well, long before we traced us. Do what? I heard another guy last week talking about you can cut them off short this time when they get hot and quit producing and then you can put, you, they'll come back in the fall but only if they're in the terms. I don't know, maybe that's right, maybe that's wrong. I'm just curious. Well, was that that guy I was yelling fool at? I, no, there's, I, not, I, there's, I, not an, there's not one answer to your question. Um, so indeterminates uh, keep on growing uh, and they keep on producing. Most of them are cherries. Not all of them, but most of them. Um, determinants, you dig them up and you ditch them right now, and then you wait a week or two and you plant your fall crop. Uh, indeterminants, if the spider mites don't get them, then you can do what you're talking about. But if they all get spider mites, which if one has them, they all have them, then uh, it's best to ditch them and start over again. Okay, I'm up in Blanco. I haven't, I've had no problem with spider mites. Or good anything else other than deer, for that matter. Uh, I was just curious about you. I was really, uh, I really like the the tycoon, especially it. It produced some really nice sized twelve, you know, eleven, twelve ounce tomatoes. And I was just curious. But the guy said if they're determined, they probably won't come back. If they're indeterminate, they will. And then you also said you could just cut a, a leaf off of a healthy plant and pot it, and it would sprout. Uh, why don't you try an experiment? I think you'll. Okay. Yeah. But both of those are determinate. Yes. Yeah. So uh, in my mind. Oh, no. I, I thought you were going to com- He was going to compare of the plant, a new plant with cutting it off and see. What- right. But both of those are determinate. So uh, to my mind, it's a waste of time. Uh, dig them up, throw them away, buy yourself some new ones. Yeah. Okay. Just, well, just, just, lay, just because I that. thought these at HEB, would they have some more at HEB in the next, you know, early August or something? I can't imagine HEB had Tycoon. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, they did. That's dollar fifty-seven inch back in April. Interesting. Tycoon and Thunderbird both. Oh my goodness! I'm real happy with them. I'm real happy with them. That's why I wanted to see if I could get them, keep them going in the fall. Just, just because a plant is labeled as determinant. Doesn't mean it'll stop growing if you take a cutting off of it. Uh, it I, the, the, the determinant part of it is genetically built in to when the, when the last uh, fruit set occurs, 
puts on a determinant is at the very top of the plant. But uh, we've seen, de- we've grown to t- determinants in the greenhouse that get eight to ten, ten feet tall. Wow. Uh, if, if they're fertilized well. Right. So if, if you want to take a cutting uh, and, uh, and give that a try, uh, you can do that, but uh, you'll be ahead of the game to find one with uh, a new transplant. Okay, so like millburgers or some nurseries, will they have the new plants? Oh, yeah. This next week, I think. Theoretically, I should have both of those this next week in limited numbers. But in your case, I, I, you know, I know you said you don't have spider mites, but it's better to be safe than sorry. I would wait two weeks between disposing of these and planting a new one. Right. Okay. But don't Hi, wait. To, don't wait to uh, purchase them because here in the in the fall, there's a limited uh, a number of uh, yeah. plants that are, are available. Uh, I know from experience that I've uh, <laughs> yeah. done some postponing and missed a. And uh, and up there, where you said you were in Blanco. Blanco, yes, sir. Uh, you're going to get colder the faster than we are in San Antonio. Yeah, it gets a little cold up here when you come in. Yeah. So that means you definitely want to uh, get some of those that are, are, de- are definitely determinant. Okay, by determinant. Okay. I have one quick other question. Maybe, you, you know, just your opinion. These, these four plants that I have now, I have probably 15 tomatoes on them at this point that have started turning. They're not ripe. We just pulled about 10 yesterday. But will they will they taste better if I leave them on until they're fully red, or does it make any difference if I pull them off and put them in a windowsill and let them ripen that one? I don't uh, I don't think it it uh, they taste any better at this yeah. point. The, but, it, but it'll also uh, mess up your two-week wait yeah. that Trace is talking about. Just go ahead, and, especially those that are showing uh, uh, a little bit, a little bit of pink in it. You know, they they ripen from the inside out. So uh, if you see any pink in it, or if the tomato turns white, kind of uh, change the color uh, of the skin. Uh, you can go ahead and harvest it and uh, ripen it in there on the on the counter. And then okay. get the, get those plants out of the way and get ready for your new ones. Yeah, you can you can even ripen them outdoors. I mean, in the shade somewhere on a picnic. <laughs> yeah, the, and the squirrels get squirrels and the birds are like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My girlfriend's got bird feeders out, and I got plenty of birds and squirrels. But fortunately, they left my vegetables just. The deer tore up my okra and my watermelons. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, anyway I appreciate the, the answers. That's, I was just kind of curious, and I thought, well, I'll just call and see what y'all have to say. I appreciate yeah, it. Thank, thank you, you, John. Thank you. Let us, yeah, let us know what uh, results you get. Yeah. Uh, I sure will. All right, appreciate it. You bet. Have a good All right. day. That'll free up a line. There's still time to sneak a call in at 210-308-8867. All right, Trace, what else is going on here? Lots of folks out here now. Yeah, it's a nice breeze. Yeah, the breeze has picked up a little bit, and uh, lots of uh, folks out here uh, shopping. Uh, you got blue plumbago hidden in the back somewhere? I have some that's okay. pretty. Ah, but they're liking that blue plumbago. 
I was going for the corny red, white, and blue plants. You have a, a nomination you want to make? Vinka. <laughs> yep, that was that was what they said. And use the uh, that new purple as the that's blue. what I said. Yeah, uh, and you still got those in the hanging baskets? We, I wasn't sure. We, we do. Yeah. Okay. Well, half of your uh, tropical milkweeds are, are going to the cashier. Right? No, they're not. We got more. Okay. Oh yeah, look at that, and she's getting Esperanza too. Is that what that is, or those are the, those are some of the new varieties that Jerry was talking about? Oh, okay. Very cool. Well, it's lots of stuff going on here, and uh, we mentioned the newsletter earlier. Uh, you can get that at MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com is also the place to go to learn about um, the uh, the newsletter and what's on sale and events that are coming up and uh, anything coming up. I don't. Th- I think we're. I heard a rumor the blood drive got canceled. So that's, gotta, what, that's what I heard I, too. I got to find that one out. Oh, okay. Well, I think they're combining them. They're so low on blood, they're combining all, all the deals. Oh, okay. In one, one location. No. What would that have What? No, I don't. I just thought I heard that. They want to have as many out there as possible. I, I heard heat myself. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. So we'll have to check and see. Uh, Paul is on the line at 210-308-8867. What's going on, Paul? Yeah, hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, hopefully a quick question for you. So I, I'm in San Antonio, and I've got what I presume is Bermuda grass in my backyard. Um, well, I haven't had it in the last couple of years. Part of the section of my lawn, I would get very, very, very small little white flowers that would kind of bloom in the afternoon. Um, you know, not all the time, but, you know, frequently enough to where I'd notice it, you know, kind of uh, pay special attention to it, water that area quite a bit to keep it, you know, healthy. Um but what exactly is that? I mean, is it part of the grass? Is it like a, a weed that was in there? I've tried to go online and find it, but I can't seem to find exactly what it is, so I figured I'd give you guys a call. Well, Bermuda seed would look like a, an old-fashioned plain prop. Um, that's that probably, four, yeah, with a white flower, that's a, 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 a lily. So oh, did it have okay, wide so, foliage, or did it have a big bloom? Did it look like a propeller? What did, the, what did this bloom look like? You know, I, I would say it looked more like like a propeller. Uh, oftentimes they were they were like like two leaves, um, sometimes three. But I'm telling you, I mean, they were like really small. I mean, we're talking like like each little um, bloom of the flower, you know, maybe like a half an inch. Oh, half an inch. Well, uh, that lilies we're talking about would be an inch. Yeah, or more. Yeah. Um, is it is it just come up after rain or after you water your lawn really well? Um, yeah, I mean, not necessarily like after I, I, I was surprised to see them, you know what I mean? But I, I try to water the lawn pretty well, and, uh, you know, like, like you know, sometimes in the afternoon, like on a Sunday, I'd be out there watering my plants. Is it beautiful? I, I it is afternoon. it a beautiful flower or not? Well, I mean, I, I like them, you know what I mean? But, I mean, we're talking a real small, each of the little white things. It, it looked like it was part of, like, like in in the grass itself, but they were very, very small, like just, again, about maybe like a half an inch in length, and they never got big. They never grew bigger than that. It was like that was just as big as they were going to be, and, you know, sometimes they'd, they'd, uh, they'd bloom in the afternoon, sometimes they wouldn't. Wow. Can you send us a picture? Uh, well, I, I, well, they are not coming up now, oh, okay. and, and so... And, and so I kind of thought, you know, somebody could tell me what they are. You know what I mean? I could maybe, like, you know, whatever, go down to, you know, well, I think Bill Burgers Nursery. 
Yeah, we just need, I think we need a little more information because uh, we're suspecting that they're wa- uh, rain lilies, but there's yeah. several different kinds of rain lilies. Some have a, a uh, onion-like uh, bloom and others have a, a beautiful, uh, really showy bloom, and both of them are common, and they show up after the rain or after uh, watering. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it. What, what color are is our uh, horse herb? Yellow. <laughs> yellow. Yeah, it's yellow. Yellow. Um, let's see. White. That, I, I bet that's a rain lily. Uh, are they? Are they thick? No, uh, uh, they're real small. Real small and real fragile. Tall. Tall. Yeah. Tall and I, fragile. Oh, I thought he said that they were only half, half an inch tall. No. No. Well, and it's like it, it just blooms like, like it. Like it. I thought it was part of the grass because it just seems to like bloom off of the grass. But I mean, they're very, very small. It doesn't grow up vertically. It's just like like part of. It seems like it's just part of the grass. No. I don't know either. <laughs> I, I suspect they're rain lilies. Yeah, but they may rain be that, uh, that other selection. Uh, look up. Have you got a wildflower book? Or just look them uh, up. No. Or, uh, I think look you can probably Google them. Yeah, and you sure. just look up rain lilies. There's about three or four different types and see if they are any anywhere near what you're talking about. Okay, then we'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, look, I'll, I'll look it up. Uh, guys, thanks for the tip, okay? Okay, and we'll talk to you later then if you... Yeah, you uh, want to call us back after... You, we're going to give you a homework assignment, and uh, we expect you to call us back next week. I, I tell you what, when, when, I, when I'm able to get a picture of them, I will send that in. You know, I'll, I'll call, find out who to send it to. Uh, I will most definitely take, uh, you know, take take that action. Uh, you guys, thanks for the help. Okay. You bet. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. All right. Well, listen, that's going to pretty much begin to wrap up today's show. We want to uh, wish everybody a very happy Fourth of July. Be safe out there, uh, and uh, watch out for them dogs and stuff. Make sure they're they're in the house. What about the firecrackers this year? What about them? Aren't, they, aren't things pretty dry? Oh, I didn't think about that. No, they, they, I don't know. Are you they suggest- determined that it was not as dry as past years oh. because of that three-week <laughs> rain we had. And Jerry is in shock. His jaw is on the table. Well, anyway, you be careful out there. Millburgers is open on the 4th of July, so you can come on here for that. Uh, check out everything at millburgernursery.com. On behalf of the docs, thanks to Al for doing a great job. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick, and you've been listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We're right here on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 